What's up, everybody? Joseph back with another episode of DFW Creatives, where I shine a spotlight on Dallas-Fort Worth creatives I find inspiring. My special guest today is Sam Wynn. Sam is the owner of Braindead Brewery and Mike's Gemini Twin, but also a really, really amazing guy. I want to say really, really amazing guy again. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure, man. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So we, we've known each other for quite a while now. Uh, God, what, two, three years? Maybe something like that? Yeah, I'd say we've known each other well for a couple years, um, but you know we've we met, I guess before Brain Dead opened, so that would be five years ago now. We're about to turn five in March, so it's wow. it's been it's been that long since we met, but uh, we've been actually calling each other on purpose for a couple years now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't call you; that was completely by accident. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> but dial hashtag. Uh, yeah, yeah. What I met, I met you at like Urban Scene or something like that, some pop-up art show, and you were home brewing. And uh, from the moment I saw you, the twinkle in your eye, the big bushy beard. No, uh, <laughs> no, no. The I, I saw everybody gravitate towards you, and you were really, uh, really cool to me. And I was like, man, this guy's really cool. I hope this guy goes goes far. And you, you really have, in my opinion, not necessarily on your businesses, but but just uh, just. I follow you on Facebook, and I see just all these people supporting you and uh, interacting with you, and you've just created this really, really healthy community of just loyal and supportive friends, and it's it's very inspiring, and I'm really, really looking forward to sharing your story. Well, it's fun to uh, hear an outside perspective like that. Uh, you know, for me, it's just business as usual, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to hear that that's the impression I'm giving off. Uh, so I, I want to kind of dive into a couple of things uh, first. Uh, most people know you for Brain Dead Brewery. Tell us a little insight to the to Brain Dead. Like, what's the name? Uh, what's the meaning behind the name Brain Dead, and so, how it started? Uh, Brain Dead was uh, really a, a brainchild of my business partner Jeff Fryman. Uh, I was working for the Flying Saucer uh, as uh, I was good bar. Uh, coming up in the business. I started there as a bar back when I was 18 and ended up leaving the company 10 years later uh, as assistant beer director. Uh, and the reason I left the company was because my man Jeff Fryman uh, came and reached out to me. We were studying for the master Cicerone exam. A Cicerone is to beer, is a sommelier is to wine. Uh, and we were studying for a test that at the time only six people in the world had ever passed. Uh, now that it's been four or five years since we took that test, that number is still only increased to 15 or 16. So wow. not a whole lot of people are passing that test. Uh, so I call myself a proud failure of the master Cicerone <laughs> exam. Uh, I got a 78 and an 85 to pass, but Jeff and I were studying for that. He was working with the common table and union bear and other uh, North Texas beer joints. Uh, and I was working with flying saucer. We also had a guy named Mate Hartai, uh, who is one of the brightest minds in the Texas booze scene. He knows beer better than just about anybody, uh, and beer is not even what he's good at. He's more of a spirits guy, so his the way his brain works is really impressive. But the three of us were studying for this uh, impossibly hard exam, uh, and that's kind of how Jeff and I met. 
and really got to know each other. Uh, fortunately for us, our relationship really started in a kind of a disciplined way because we were getting together for studying and working hard. Uh, but at the end of the day, to our cores, we're both pretty laid back dudes. Uh, we had heard, uh, he had always had this dream of opening this brewery called Brain Dead Brewing. Uh, and the name Brain Dead was kind of just came to be randomly. Uh, but Brain Dead Brewery was always this perfect brewery. And working in the beer business, uh, breweries, you know, mess up all the time. They come in and they, uh, you know, drop off kegs and don't leave you a tap handle or they do all kinds of weird little things that are, you know, minutia really. But he always joked that Brain Dead Brewing never did anything wrong. Uh, and they never so, do. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's well, Brain Dead, Brain Dead would never do that. <laughs> Uh, and so Braindead kind of started as this joke of this perfect brewery. Um, and then uh, we, he basically approached me one day and said, hey, I want to make this thing a reality. Uh, you're working for the saucer. I'm working for these other businesses. And we're the beer guys. So instead of being beer guys for other people, uh, why don't we go out there and be beer guys for ourselves? Um, and I agreed. And that's how Braindead was born. That's a cool story, man. There's a lot of hard uh, effort and discipline that went into that. I'm going to ask you more about that test maybe later on because that's that's pretty incredible feat that, you know, you pulled off if uh, not very many people pass it. <laughs> an incredible so. feat of failing an exam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, nine hours for two days in a row. So it's like it's like legit a 20 hour exam. So it's pretty much a nightmare well i wasn't there but i'm here now so congrats <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh so brain dead is a staple it's a staple in deep ellum east part of uh, downtown dallas it uh it's probably like would you say maybe it's the um revitalization of deep ellum like but now it's crazy now it's just crazy but maybe five years ago you guys maybe kick-started a lot of stuff, would you say that? Or? So uh, in my in my career, I try really hard to be uh, the last of the old guys and not the first of the new guys. Um, whether which side of that split I fall into in Deep Ellum is up for debate. Uh, but Pecan Lodge and I signed our leases the, on the same day. Uh, so Main Street, when we opened Braindead, Main Street was, you know, relatively non-existent. Uh, there was Tigger's Tattoo and, uh, and Kettle Art Studio, and those were pretty much the only two people holding it down on those two blocks of Main Street. Um, and, uh, and when Pecan Lodge and I, we signed our lease, we started kind of doing things, trying to, to make things different over there. And uh, big sprawling patios weren't really in existence uh, down in Deep Ellum. Uh, and that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to have a big sprawling patio. We wanted to have a brewery where we made beer, um, but most importantly, a chill and relaxed vibe. Uh, and that's what brought us to Deep Ellum when we signed our lease. Uh, obviously, things have changed a little bit since little that bit. lease yeah, got yeah, signed. Yeah. Uh, and it's not necessarily the, the chill and relaxed neighborhood that it used to be on weekends. During the week, it certainly is. Uh, but, you know, even though the neighborhood is changing around us, our goal is to continue to provide that environment. Uh, so we like to think things slow down a little bit when you walk into Brain Dead. I think you still have like the same target audience and, and, and some new people that are coming there. 
Uh, you've got great staff. The food's consistently great, and the beer's, like, delicious, and you keep changing it up. I, I think you have a pretty loyal fan base, so I, I don't see you guys uh, changing anytime soon. But uh, congrats for, uh, for, you know, five years. Five years in March, so uh, right about four and a half right now. It's pretty crazy how time can fly. Yeah, and you do a lot of stuff with Brain Dead uh, Brewery as well. Uh, you do the video game nights. Uh, what was your favorite gaming system, by the way? Uh, you know, 64 is the one, Nintendo 64 is the one that I had the most, uh, probably FaceTime with. Uh, I remember playing, you know, Nintendos and Super Nintendos and Segas, uh, all the way coming up, but, uh, the first games that, uh, you know, I guess Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo was always, uh, an important one to the me. The graphics were so cool back then. Oh, man, it just it had seemed this 3D like the future. Kind of, yeah, it, yeah, I know, it was like the, one of the first 3D-looking game designs totally yeah. i remember those textures all looked so smooth at that time uh, i kind of I, w- I wonder what it would look like now looking back but uh but yeah those those glowing yellow bananas looked so smooth <laughs> <laughs> glowing yellow banana is like something at night or something like that driving down a highway and you see yellow glow in the distance bananas <laughs> <laughs> must go must get there uh yeah you have the gaming nights and uh they're super fun and uh, you have trivia nights. Uh, you have all kinds of stuff, and it's incorporated throughout the uh, the, the signage and uh, and uh, the branding, internal branding and decoration of the of the space. Very yep. funny, fr- fun, friendly, and inviting. You know, Brain Dead Brewery has always been about uh, being a community. As employees uh, and people that work there, we have our little uh, community of Brain Deaders, as we call ourselves. Uh, but also those events like video game night and, uh, you know, like Kids Eat Free on Wednesdays and trivia. Uh, we've tried to have kind of low-key, relaxing, more community-driven events that are about getting together and hanging out. Uh, we've had board game nights uh, in addition to the digital video game nights, and uh, we really want to bring people together, and we think that beer does a good job of bringing people together, and so we try to do our end of the bargain uh, by creating environments where uh, people will hopefully go meet somebody else and uh, a like-minded individual, and they can, they can make some friends at the neighborhood pub. Is that originally what you really wanted to do with Brain Dead? Is just kind of build this this community? You know, I think Jeff and I really set out uh, to, and it sounds crazy, but we set out to to build a cool place. Uh, we always kind of jokingly referred to it internally as Disneyland for beer drinkers, um, <laughs> but that's that for for a couple on a couple different levels. You know, uh, the important thing about a restaurant is that everything uh, looks like it's great. You know, there's the story of the duck, you know, gliding across the pond. That's what a restaurant needs to be like. So while the duck's gliding across the pond, it looks all smooth and still. Uh, But if you were able to look underneath the water, you would see the legs furiously pumping down there and that duck's working hard, but up on top, he makes it look easy. Uh, That's what we, our goal is at the brewery uh, is to look like we're just gliding across the water and that we're hiding all of the the hard work, uh, which is kind of the connection to Disneyland. Uh, there's always been that rumor that Disneyland has the underground tunnels and all the employees uh, are running around dressing up in their outfits 
treating it like a business, not in front of the guests. Um, and so that's kind of what we try to do. We try to try to create a fun place that's relaxing. Um, but really, we wanted to make the place that we wanted to hang out. Uh, and that place didn't necessarily exist here in town. So uh, Jeff and I created our own. Uh, our goal has never really been uh, financially driven. Um, but rather just get people together having a good time and the rest will kind of work itself out. So we focus on the priority of good times. I think your next business should be called the gliding duck. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's something there. Maybe it's a slide park, you know, with beer at the end of the tunnel. Now we're talking. So uh, I own 20% of that. That's the idea. (laughs) The idea. Um, Give me a document. I'll sign it. Exactly. Well, uh, you have another really cool place, and uh, I, I went there opening night. It's Mike's Gemini Twin uh, here uh, in the Cedars. Oh, and I want to give a shout-out to Full City Rooster, where we're recording now. Thank you. But uh, in the Cedars, uh, Mike's Gemini Twin, can you tell me a little bit about that? So Gemini Twin, uh, up until this last week I lived here in the Cedars, uh, Gemini Twin has... Uh, moved into a space that's been a bar for a very long time. Uh, the the bar that we moved into uh, has honestly been uh, you know a bane to the neighborhood. All the there was it was a hotbed for you know criminal activity and not good things. Uh, and uh, everybody that lived down here would kind of drive by and uh, and and see that spot, and it wasn't it wasn't it didn't make you smile. Uh, when uh, Gemini Twin was kind of born conceptually, uh, my partner is a guy named Pasha Hedari. Uh He owns Bowen House uh, over in Uptown, and he just recently opened Las Palmas Tex-Mex in the old social house space right next, uh, right next to Bowen House. They're right over by... Uh, S and D Oyster House. If you're looking for some oh, context there. Oh, that's what that there. is. Okay, I'll yeah. have to check it out. And uh, Pasha's this like really cool dude. He's he's like a he's like a restaurant business prodigy in a weird way. Uh, he's really young, and he his maturity level is well beyond his years. I kind of joke with people that um, that Pasha loves the Dallas restaurant scene like some of my other friends, like baseball or football. Uh, you can walk up to him and be like, "Hey, Pasha, what was the top grossing steakhouse in Dallas in 1968?" And he's like, "Oh, that was always about the McManus brothers or whatever." Wow, McManus brothers being Mr. a made-up Trivia. name that I just said, uh, but he. He, he just loves it, and that's what he cares about, uh, and his family has been involved with Old Warsaw, and so he's kind of, uh, he's, he comes from a restaurant family, and so he's always really uh, cared about that. Uh, we came up with the whole Gemini twin thing because uh, Pasha, who actually is a Gemini, um, along with my wife um, and aunt and grandmother, but uh, Pasha is a Gemini, but him and I are very... Uh, opposite people while still being fundamentally the same person. Uh, We are both bar operators and we're bar people and and our job is making connections and building friendships and and having conversations with strangers and that's one of the things that's most fundamentally me and it's one of the things that's most fundamentally him. Uh, But if you look at us standing next to each other, we're total opposites. Uh, He's a Persian dude that's that's clean shaven. I'm a white guy with a thick beard. Uh, He wears 
wears a suit everywhere Amazing that he goes. Thick beard. <laughs> he wears a he wears a suit everywhere that he goes. And uh, if you get me wearing uh, closed-toed shoes and long pants, then you probably told me to dress up. Uh, so we have all of these things that make us the same, and all these things that make us opposites all at the same time. Uh, and his basis is over in Uptown. My basis is in Deep Ellum, uh, which are opposing forces kind of in the Dallas scene. Uh, but also at the same time, if you zoom out and look at the similarities, uh, both Uptown and Deep Ellum are neighborhoods that are uh, struggling with the changing identity of their neighborhood. And uh, Uptown people have been frustrated with things that have been happening in Uptown lately. Deep Ellum people have been frustrated with things that have been happening in Deep Ellum lately. Uh, and so we thought it was a, a good idea for us to uh, kind of plant our flag somewhere else. I lived in the Cedars and that bar was a couple blocks from where my home was. Uh, and we decided that uh, off the beaten path was a good place for us to go. Um, and we, we opened that bar and uh, since we opened in February, it's a nice quiet windowless bar that's dimly lit with cold AC. Uh, and when we opened in February, I'd say since then, 75% of the business has been uh, our friends, whether or not his friends or my friends. Uh, and because of that, we're creating a really cool environment and vibe. Uh, a lot of creative people, uh, musicians, photographers, uh, and then like, you know, commercial real estate guys down there during happy hour. It's a fun kind of mix of people that are uh, embracing not being in the hot spot. Um, and being somewhere else, and, and we're really enjoying it. And then uh, D Magazine gave us Best Classic Cocktails, Editor's Choice, for Best in Big D this year. I saw that. Not something we were expecting. We uh, kind of think of ourselves as a cold beer and a shot of whiskey kind of spot, but our uh, GM and... GM and uh, head bartender is a guy named Chase Burns, and uh, he's a real talented cocktail smith. Uh, and uh, we don't get crazy and muddle stuff or have a bunch of different fruits or uh, copper mugs or anything like that, but uh, we put love into the glass when we make a drink, and uh, we got recognized for it this year. That's it. I don't need a smoky old fashioned with a smoke chamber <laughs> and like some guy wearing like a bee mask. Yeah. You know, it's like just yeah. yeah. Just just give just give me the goodness. The yeah. love in the glass is all I need, man. Yeah, Presentation, forget about it. You're you're lucky if we put a slice of fruit in there for you. You gotta I think you gotta specially request it. I like a blueberry. <laughs> we don't have blueberries. <laughs> they always bring a bag of blueberries on me. They're delicious. You should try some. <laughs> Organic, except nothing less. Well, yeah, it's a, uh, so Mike's Gemini Twin is another community-driven business. So the interior of uh, Mike's Gemini Twin has kind of a unique st story behind it. I remember you briefly telling me about it on uh, opening night. Could you, where, where the decor and things came <laughs> from? Like, yeah. there's some history in, in the space. Uh, certainly. So uh, the... Uh the Gemini Twin, as I mentioned, has been a, a, a bar for a long time, uh, and it's uh, also had uh, some interesting histories over the years. There's a couple apartments uh, upstairs, and uh, there is a, uh, a stripper pole down in the main area that we couldn't bring ourselves to cut out. Uh, we put a little velvet rope there to keep people off of it, uh, but the building that we used to uh, that 
that we occupy uh, had used to uh, used to be a place where uh, women could be rented by the hour, uh, and the stripper pole was kind of a display of merchandise, um, hence why some of the neighbors don't have a good taste in their mouth about the place. Uh, but they were really happy when we came in. The old checkered floors are still there. I love the checkered uh, floors. And uh, if anybody has been to old Idle Rich pub on McKinney, uh, Posh and I rolled into the construction site while they were demolishing um, that beautiful old bar. And uh, the back bar was just sitting there, and guys were licking their lips with sledgehammers, getting ready to smash it. And we uh, asked if we could take it, and they said yes. So we loaded up the old Idle Rich back bar and put it on a trailer, and that's how we ended up kind of getting a, a cool... Uh, a cool back bar with a little bit of history um, and uh, and yeah it's just it's just a funky little spot where we we go do our thing and uh, and you know hope that like-minded individuals show up pool table helps and uh, you know we got a dartboard and some big big comfortable booths uh, no food so you can order your delivery or bring your Chinese food or get some pizzas brought in and uh, it's a nice place to hang out from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. So you have a few podcasts as well. Yeah, I have uh, Growler Sations is uh, kind of like a YouTube-based uh, podcast. And uh, pretty much the whole point of Growler Sations, I've done uh, almost almost 30 episodes. And, uh, and Growler Sations is all about just uh, getting some people. And we open up some growlers. A growler is a 64-ounce jug of beer. Uh, if it's me and one other person, we'll open one growler. If it's me and my partner Jeff and two other people, we'll order two growlers. Uh, and we pretty much just chat until the uh, until the beer's gone. Usually takes us about 45 minutes uh, to wrap up our conversation as well as polish off the beer. Uh, and I kind of do a lot of what you're doing with this. I just pick people that I uh, that I'm interested in. And we sit together and uh, and and just chat. We don't have a end goal, nothing really to talk about, uh, other than just having a conversation and enjoying ourselves and getting to know each other a little bit more. Uh, and then that's where the beer comes into play, because usually about halfway through the growler, uh, the conversation starts getting off the rails a little bit. <laughs> uh, and and to me, that's where the beauty comes in. That's where the good stuff is, um, is right there. And then. Uh, I also do uh, an Instagram thing called Dallas Kicks Ass. Uh, I love Dallas, uh, and I, uh, I feature some of your photos on there from oh, time you have? to time. Man, Those thanks. are some of my uh, my most liked posts. Oh Any- wait, that's you. <laughs> that is that is you. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I've actually seen you guys quite often uh, share. I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's that's me and uh, Pete. And uh, you know, anytime I drop one of your photos, that's a nice easy thousand likes right there. You so. son of a Always, always People helpful. pay for that. <laughs> Freeloading, freeloader, <laughs> Freddy. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, Dallas Kicks Ass is really just about bragging on the things that I think about uh, that kick ass here in Dallas. And uh, a lot of times that is the uh, creative people that are uh, out there doing their thing and putting it on the line. Obviously, being in the restaurant and bar business, I end up putting a lot of emphasis on restaurants and bars and trying to spread the word on people that I think are doing cool stuff. Um, 
but yeah, I just like, I like bragging on other people. Um, I think as a, as an entrepreneur and as a businessman, a lot of my job as Gemini twin brain dead's owner is running around and flying my own flag and trying to, uh, you know, convince people that I'm awesome and they should come hang out with me. Uh, but I don't like that. And that doesn't really jive very well with my personality. Uh, so I prefer to kind of run around and talk about how awesome everybody else is. Um, and that's where Dallas kicks ass was born. Another kind of side business that we have. It's not really a standalone. It's more of a part of brain dead, but, uh, we have a vegan bakery called sugar Fang, uh, vegan bakery. Uh, and I found that vegan community as well as that Dungeons and Dragons community are two people that really support themselves. And it's been a lot of fun, uh, to get involved with a new group of people that, uh, you know, are really happy to have other people dabbling in that group with you. We definitely need more community, uh, uh, more community awareness about vegan and vegetarian and more restaurants and a, lo a lot of this uh, I'm, uh, coming from one of my friends uh, Courtney Garza who's like this vegan entrepreneur oh, yeah, and sprinkles no, sprinkles Courtney. sprinkles creative yeah yeah she's got so many coffee with Courtney we're working on a jingle coffee with Courtney <laughs> I know, we're, we're, we're working on a jingle, uh, as in she's not working on it at all. Uh, <laughs> all she had to do was hear me sing that, and then we changed the There subject. you go, that's it, we've got it. Yeah, yeah, can yeah. Just use the, can you say that one more time? Just laid it but down. let me walk away first. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she, she was on episode two or three of, of here. Uh, amazing person and uh, we were talking about we need more of that so is the is yours is it distributed uh is there distribution for it and uh where can we find some of this uh so we are we have a case inside of brain dead uh the baker gals get there early in the morning and have that case filled up by the time we open at 11 uh and usually we get you know full turnover on the case every day and they come back the next morning and do it again uh, we've started kind of distributing out to some coffee shops here and there. Um, and we go out to a grapevine farmer's market and have a booth out there. Uh, and so starting to spread, spread our wings a little bit. Uh, but, uh, but you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Hopefully soon we'll start to, uh, ramp our production and get out there a little bit more. That's awesome, man. We, we definitely need more of that stuff. Uh, and, and by the way, congratulations! You you just got married. I did. I got married in uh, in March to my beautiful bride, Melissa. Yeah, a wonderful woman. I met her a couple of times. Uh, you guys just like a match made in heaven. So congratulations. She's one of those hardworking people that that makes me makes me better every day. Um, and uh, her work ethic is just beyond impressive. Uh, and, and just as a general badass and she inspires me and I'm, I'm really happy that I get to wake up next to her every day. Yeah, I bet. I think I want to go ahead and close down the podcast, man. Uh, oh, we started already? No, no, no. I got to hit <laughs> Oh shoot. I got to hit record. Can you say that again? All that. From the top. From the top, but this time with meaning <laughs> and purpose and, uh, arch your back. Suntory times. Uh, so, uh, Sam, I want to thank you for being on. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you having me. Again, I'll put all of Sam's links in the podcast description. And until then, you guys stay creative.